When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You want your Burt Show in one full show every day uninterrupted, and dang it, you don't want ads. No problem. Become a bonus Burt Show subscriber. Find out more at thebirdshow.com slash bonus BS. The Burt Show. The fitness, physical fitness journey is crowded on this show lately. It is. You got Tommy losing weight. You got Rebecca taking her health seriously. And now Jackson Kim said, you know what? This whole physical fitness thing, I might get in on. <laughs> Happy to be part of the team. Yeah, this whole health thing. Why not? I would agree. Um, this is something that, honestly, I never thought that I would have to, like, be so intentional about because it used to be such a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. And now, recently, um, I've kind of let it slip away a little bit. So I think it's time to rewrite the ship. What's your What's your origin story there? Well, the th- honestly, I grew up really rail thin, honestly. I didn't think that I could really gain muscle or weight, like, growing up um, until... Actually, COVID, which is opposite of a lot of people who gained a lot of weight during COVID, I actually took that time to like really settle down and focus on my fitness during that time and like had the whole like home workout set up and was doing workouts in my apartment and outside as much as I possibly could. And I got in like the best shape of my entire life during that time. And I've been chasing that high ever since then. <laughs> so, so after, so COVID ends and what makes you like, tail off of your fitness journey. So (laughs) you're allowed allowed to go to restaurants and bars and stuff again. (laughs) You can't live your life again. (laughs) Um, No, I actually got COVID later that year and that kind of started derailing it um, because I was out of commission for like a week and a half. And for me, like I'm an all or nothing kind of guy and a big person when it comes to consistency. And so as soon as that I got derailed a little bit. It just was like this kind of slow trickle down to um, less consistency. And then ever since then, it's been like I start up for a month and then I stop and then I start up for two months and then I stop. And it's just this on and off thing. Mo and I have talked about this. Like you miss one time in the gym and then your mind tells your body, wow, this was nice today. Let's do this again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. (laughs) I started going to the gym even if it's for 10, 15 minutes. Like, even that is better than not going at all. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as you don't go, you get into that habit of realizing, like, this is pretty cool not going. Yeah, it's really easy to not go. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) That couch feels so good. So what are are your goals? I... want to be less weight focused and just more like feeling focused Mm -hmm. I guess but I just I can tell physically the way that I look right now is not where I want to be yeah we've all been talking about it when you're not in studio (laughs) (laughs) I knew it (laughs) waiting for it to come up um and like I I know it sounds so silly but like I'm I've been like avoiding mirrors and we had our bird show photo shoot and when I got those pictures back I was like man like this is not where I wanted to be at this point. And so, you know, it's taken some long, hard looks for me to realize that, one, I don't feel as good as I normally do. And two, it's like, you know, the, the whole thing of look good, feel good, play good, um, mm-hmm. which I truly believe in is, is a real thing. And I just haven't felt like I've been looking good, so therefore haven't been feeling good. And I feel like my confidence is just overall taking a hit. Pictures are usually like, that's usually the springboard. Like you think you're looking all good, then you go on a beach vacation, you get your pictures all back, and you're like, gym time. <laughs> Damn, I, I look like that. For me, it's walking up a flight of stairs. Is it? Yes, and like how much I'm huffing. <laughs> and puffing. And at that point, it's like, probably need to schedule yoga this week. That might be good. Tommy, what's going on with you in the uh, Ozempic light? Well, so yesterday, uh, another health thing. I, too, Bert, had to go to a neurologist because I recently had a migraine, and I'm fine. But um, 
first thing you have to do when you go to the doctor is step on the scale. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I've been taking this stuff for two weeks. I bet I lost a bunch of weight. <laughs> Nada. Maybe like five pounds. Oh, what were you mean? Yeah. yeah, five pounds is great, dude. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's really got to be one step at a time, man. Yeah. It, it's a start. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, I still have all this gym equipment at home that I'm paying for, and uh, basically it's uh, dust holders. <laughs> so I'm not using it, and I just need to get off on my butt. All right. So, but I mean, focus on the five pounds, dude. That's good. Yeah. You can't. I mean, it took you a while to get to this weight. It's going to take you a while to take it off. Yeah. You know? It might have been a little more than five. I, I didn't weigh in at the beginning when I started doing it, so I'm not really sure. But I'm thinking it's like between five and seven pounds. Okay. All right. And is Rebecca in there also? No, she's sick. Okay. Because she's been uh, trying also. So, all right. At least we're all on the same path. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your new plan, Jackson? Are you going to stay motivated? That's a great question. One, accountability. It's nice to come out here and openly talk about this, which I think is huge. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is getting in a routine because I don't want to be someone who's like, all right, in the new year, like I'm going to start. I want to have already started by the time the new year comes around so that like I already have some of these like better, um, you know, habits going into the new year. And so I think right now it's just about starting and sticking to a plan and, you know, once I do that, I'm really hoping that, you know, having, you know, motivation from you guys as well as, you know, people from the outside will really help. Is there a way that we, we should start like a Burt show, like between the three of you guys, like an accountability? Well, group? what I was going to say is a while back, I mean, this was probably three, four years ago before COVID, we started the Burtness. The Burt Show Fit Fam. Fitness, mm-hmm. Yeah, Fitness Fam. Yeah. And uh, I'd like to get that started back up and do like groups where Burt Show Fam go out like for a run or like a bike ride or something like that. Yeah, I would a love Facebook, to do that. There's a Facebook page, Burt Show Fit Fam, and you guys could totally utilize that all together. I'm going to do it today. Are you now? Let's revive it. <laughs> it's, a, it's alive and kicking. People will still post their stats like, so what will happen to you in the Fit Fam? And you do not have to do this. It's just a supportive community. Some people will be like, went for a bike ride today, two miles, felt great. And other people will be like, man, I was so tired today. I could only go on a five-minute walk. It was sluggish. But everyone's there to be like, hey, that's better than nothing. So it's a really, it's a positive mindset on your fitness, not so much a get into shape, yeah, yeah. you know, you natural sergeant. I'm afraid exactly. Po- Thank you. I'm afraid to post that stuff too much on Facebook, though, because one time I was in one of these fitness things and one of my friends said, screw you and your health. <laughs> Neat. I think that was more of a reflection of what they're going through, Tommy, <laughs> yeah. than what you were doing. Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that. The Burt Show. Hi, Katie. All right, so there was the big old moment. You're supposed to look great for it. And you decided, nah. Yeah. Nah. I'm making a change. After today. More okay. changes. So many yes. changes on the Burt Show. So many. Normally After this happens today. in January, not the end of the year, right before the holidays. <laughs> yeah, you, you should definitely put your life on hold till January. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Life starts January 1st. Yeah. No, 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 no. The end of the year is the time to make a change because mm-hmm. it will roll over into the new year, mm-hmm. right? Okay. I'm hoping. Um, but after today, I will no longer look like a bum in public, okay? I'm no longer hoodies, sweats. Now, I can't do it anymore, and there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. So I know, like, we've heard of, like, after you st- stop dating someone, you get out of a situation or you get out of a relationship, <laughs> right, that you were comfortable in. You may have gained weight. You know, mm-hmm. relationship, little 15, right? Mm-hmm. You you want to change. You want to look good now. Like, you have something to show off, especially if you ended on bad terms with whoever Spiteful you were dating. Spiteful hot. Yeah. Go get your hair did, get some new clothes, make sure you just accidentally show up at the same bar she's at looking all hot. Exactly. All the things your partner was asking you to do the entire relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, well, if you would have looked like this the whole time, I never would have broke we, up we with you. We wouldn't be here. <laughs> That's very true, right? <laughs> but you always know that if, if you ever run into your ex, what's the one thing you want to do? You want to look your very best. Mm, like, absolutely. I did better without you. Oh, you want to look... Better than your best. Yeah. You want to look like fire. A hundred percent. Well, on this particular day, Katie did not look like fire. Uh-oh. What did Katie look like? <laughs> Katie looked like she had just rolled out of bed. <laughs> and it was bad. Okay. <laughs> what were you wearing? I'm about to break it down. Okay. Right? So Take this. Take your time. This, see it's painful. <laughs> it's so painful. <laughs> this particular day, I thought that I was just going to be hanging out with friends. And especially because one of my friends, she just moved. And so I was helping her, like, move things and stuff like that. So if I'm in a moving mood, right, and I'm helping you move, I'm just wearing, like, something simple. 
sweats, raggedy T-shirt, just like the basic of shoes, everything. Because I'm thinking, oh, we're just moving today, right? You might get dirty. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. might get dirty. You know, I don't want to mess up nice clothes or anything like that. But during this, she's like, you know what? How about we go to the fair? Like the fair's going on right now. And it's the state fair too. Uh, uh-huh. And you know what? Let's take a break. Everybody, let's go to the fair. All right. So everyone who's helping the moving crew, we decide, all right, we're going to all go to the fair together. Put your favorite NASCAR shirt on. <laughs> Get on out. <laughs> but I'm in these, I'm in moving attire. I'm in like raggedy clothes. Well, in my head, what I consider raggedy clothes. And so we go to the fair and we're having a great time, mind you. And um, one of her friends has a kid one of my friends who has another friend who there there's kids involved right so you know we have the little wagon to hold the kids in so they don't have to walk all the way throughout the fair and we're just having a great time right but then as i'm by one of the kitty rides <laughs> right and i'm on standby because i'm on standby with the wagon i'm on wagon duty, <laughs> food duty. so there's like a whole bunch of snacks in this wagon and i'm holding the wagon i look up Standing there alone. Standing there alone. Holding a wagon of snacks. And I see the woman I used to date. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. You just U-turned as quick as you could. She is looking fantastic, by the way. Uh Uh-huh. I don't, I don't, she has some glow about her. Like, everything is just pow, 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 pow. She's walking in slow-mo, has a Beyonce fan on her, and her hair's blowing Mm -hmm. in the wind. All of it. And I see her, I'm like, right? (laughs) I just turn away, right? And so the one of my friends comes up, and she sees my face. She's like, Katie, what's going on? I was like, hide me. Hide me now. <laughs> and so she's like, all right, girl, I'm going to block you. I'm like, just block me. Just block me. I don't want to be seen because I know how I'm looking. And the woman I used to date is looking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Right. Meanwhile, I'm wearing the shoes she used to hate that she wanted to throw out. Yeah. My favorite sweats that she got tired of seeing. <laughs> like things that when we were together, she's like, Katie, why are you wearing this thing? Right. I'm oh. wearing the outfit that she hated. Oh, this I, is, <laughs> and this is going to give her total legitimacy if she sees you and all that. Exactly. Yep. And then on top of that, I'm looking like a stud daddy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <I'm, laughs> so those who don't know a stud daddy in the lesbian community, <laughs> it's a thing that lesbians tend to date women who have kids and they're the ones who take on the male responsibility, quote unquote. So I'm here with the wagon, the snacks, the purses. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a stud daddy. And there's the woman I used to date. Damn. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, if she sees me, it's going to be like the worst thing ever. And I'm just embarrassed because I don't know if she spotted me at that time. And I'm like, if she did spot me, I'm looking a hot mess. I should be looking my best. Yes. So that's the wake up call. That was the wake up call. That and you I'm can't not walk away because you're the stud daddy and you have all the stuff. Right. I would have walked away. I would have dragged that wagon right off the fence. But here's the thing. She spotted me. Oh, oh so no. 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 No, 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 no. And how I know is she randomly later that day sent me a text. Randomly. No. Yep. Quote, unquote, yeah. randomly. Mm-hmm. And it was a text that had nothing to do. It wasn't like a, hey, I spotted you today. It was like a random TikTok uh. that had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. And I'm like, she saw me today <laughs> looking a hot mess. Dang it. And then had the audacity to text me some random TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> she knew what she was doing. Yeah, she won that round. All right. Well, when is it going to kick in? Oh, oh, after today. I told it you, is. after okay. today. Right. I have after never. Wait, are you saying that based off what she's wearing now? That's what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we got videos. So I mean, maybe, maybe today, when, when, when time does it get started? We need to. <laughs> the Burt Show. Joe Jonas and Sophie, Tur- Sophie Turner are speaking out after reaching a temporary custody agreement. This has been a lot of drama recently because she was claiming that he was actually like keeping her their kids against her will in in uh with him and like holding back the passports so she couldn't take them to the United Kingdom. It was so messy. So they put out a joint statement yesterday that says after a productive and successful mediation, we have agreed that the children will spend time equally in loving homes in both the U.S. and the U.K. We look forward to being great co-parents, which I'm thinking they have kids super young. One's three, one, fifth, one is 15. Like 15 back, months, you mean? 15 months, yeah. Sorry, not 15 years old. 15 yeah. months. Um, flying back and forth has got to be tough. so tough on those kids. Mm-hmm. And what's the agreement? Every month? Every couple of months? What are they, does it say? I don't think they, they go into put that. Out there. It's, they're, they're not going to go into that kind of detail because it's none of our business. Technically, none of this is any of our business. However, it all got played out so publicly when she accused him of... 
I mean, she didn't say he kidnapped them, but, you know. She kind of insinuated she, it. She insinuated that. And then we find out that, no, as soon as you file for divorce, because it was in the state of Florida, the children are not allowed mm-hmm. to leave the country. I don't even think even the state until they get custody figured out, which is why he wasn't relinquishing the passport. I think I might have told you guys, like, uh, I met a teen a few weeks ago that when he was younger and his parents divorced, one went to Louisiana, the other stayed in Georgia, and he was going every 30 days. So he'd stay 30 in Georgia. Then dad would drive into the Louisiana state line. Mom would pick him up, send 30 there, then 30 back in Georgia, 30 in Louisiana. And he just said it was archaic. It was terrible. Um, yeah. It's awful. And I know these kids are going to have, you know, a good life because they have two of some of the most famous people on the planet as parents. Like they'll want for nothing. But I mean, when it comes from, when it comes to like emotional stuff, like this is going to affect them for the rest of their life. And it's really just sad to see it all play out right now. Okay, Travis Kelsey's ex, uh, Kayla Nicole, she is speaking out on social media. I bet she's trying to capitalize on this 15 <laughs> minutes of fame right here. It's not going to get any better for you than right now, girl. <laughs> so Kayla is getting some messages and comments from trolls, of course, like when a fan favorite gets with an ex. Like, r- randos on the internet are going to make anybody the enemy. So the number one comment that I've seen from people is the fact that they are pitting her against Taylor, basically saying, was it an upgrade that he got with Taylor or was it a downgrade? And of course, when people say, oh, it's a downgrade that you got with Taylor Swift, they throw the net worth out there. Like, she's worth $700 million. Like, that's not a downgrade. And Kayla's already very successful by normal standards. So obviously, you're getting all this random hate out of nowhere. It's going to be super hurtful and affect your mental health. So she decided to make an open letter, not just about her specific situation, but she wrote it specifically to unite black women. Hey guys, Kayla here. It's always been really important for me to use my platform not to create division, but to elevate and unite women, Black women specifically. So I prepared a letter and would like to share it with you today. Dear Black girl, they may call you a traitor for falling in love. You'll hope the ones closest will protect you, but you will quickly find out that people don't protect what they don't value. They'll say you're too much too provocative, too boisterous, too outspoken, and in the same breath tell you that you're not enough, not successful enough, not wholesome enough, maybe not even intelligent enough. They'll say you deserve the backlash and embarrassment because of your blackness, you should have known better. They'll even try to tie your value to your net worth. But black girl, please remember your value lies elsewhere. Your value is deep within your heart, so it was this beautiful sentiment and it, it, she left it kind of vague, obviously, because she didn't want it to just specifically be talking about her. But it's very clear that she's dropping some little notes throughout it being like, mm, this is really about me. No, for sure. And I'm not disagreeing with anything she's saying. Um, but the, the reason she got dragged into the ch- chat is because she inserted herself into the mm-hmm. chat, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, didn't she come out and say something about Taylor and Travis? Accused no. him of cheating, No, right? this is a different ex. So mm-hmm. Travis, has, oh, okay. Okay. Travis has two different exes. So he has one ex from his show, Catching Kelsey, and she was the one that went on Inside Edition and was okay. kind of being like, he's a cheater. Kayla was the one that he dated for five years. And I think they broke up somewhat recently, like within the last year or two. And um, she's because she's the most recent ex, people have really been comparing her to Taylor, which is just so unfair. Like Taylor's this massive pop star, like on paper, like, okay, it's quote unquote an upgrade, but like Kayla's a person and um, has already been very successful in her field. So I can imagine all of this has just been really hard to handle. And that's a completely different yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Completely different. Yeah. Well, based on what I just heard that letter, he messed up. That sounds like a really solid <laughs> yeah, woman. I know. Yeah, right? <laughs> what the letter is, is beautiful. What, it is. What has uh, Taylor ever written? No, 150 songs. Remember, we're and not more. comparing. I'm we just asking. We're not comparing. I'm just, it, it's one on the other, on the exercise. She is taking a lot of heat on black Twitter for the timing of the letter, though. But I do think the, t- the, the letter itself, it was powerful words that people needed to hear. Good. Will it be a reboot, a reunion, or a Super Bowl commercial? Either way, it looks like Seinfeld is making a comeback. It's on your next Eva's on The Burt Show. The Burt Show. Sometimes different words, different phrases will mean different things based on your age, right? So... Abby, when I ask you at 26 years old, what does out of pocket mean? It means if you're being a little outrageous, if you're being a little little too much. Mm -hmm. A little too much, a little unhinged, right? A little unhinged. That's what most millennials think that that phrase means when it doesn't. You guys have redefined that word. 
That's not what I think it means. What does it mean? I think it means when you have to pay for something yourself. Out of pocket. You come out of pocket for it. Okay, that's another good one, right? Um, So there are three different definitions now of this statement. And you will answer differently based on your age. Because Cassie, you're how old? 38. Okay, those are two right there. My boss, every time she's going to be out of the office for a portion of the day, not the whole day, but like for a, a, a doctor's appointment or something, she'll say, so I'm going to be out of pocket today from one to two. <laughs> it just cracks me up every time because it's like, what you going to get up to, girl? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So out of pocket for me means you can't reach me right now for the next two hours. I'm out of pocket. Re- I didn't That's, e- really? N- what? Yes. I I've didn't even that. know that was. I didn't even know that was a, another definition. Tommy, is that what it means to yeah, you too? Yeah, yeah. I've I've heard that. I've heard all the ones that have been said. I've heard it said that way. My favorite is there's a Gen Zer online who has posted about wor- at her work, and she works with a lot of boomers, but it's like a very like supportive culture, and so she teaches them phrases to use to sound younger, like what out of pocket would really mean, mm-hmm. or like that slaps or yeet or what have you. And in return, she'll say, "How do I tell this person to f off? This isn't my job." And they translate her stuff into corporate speak for her. Oh. So it's a two way translation. Right? So she gets how to be like, "Thank you. This really isn't." in my lane at the moment and I don't have the capacity to take on this project but let me reroute you like so they'll do that for her and I just think it's the cutest like like work relationship ever <laughs> alright in this email here this should be a slam dunk there must be a detail here that I haven't read well mostly because I haven't read the email mm-hmm. um, That because this should be simple our godmother backs into her car so now she's all sketched out about asking the godmother to fix the car Mo's got the email Dear Bird Show I'm a huge fan I listen to your show every morning on my way to work anyways I am writing you about my grandmother, my godmother, I'm sorry, and my car. Let me explain. My godmother and I are pretty close, sending cards to each other every holiday and usually going out to dinner once a month. I just bought this car, and since I am only 20, it was a big deal for me. Unfortunately, the other day, we were going out in a hurry, and she backed her car into my brand new 2023 car. <laughs> the damage was minimal. But there are black scratches on my white paint, and the front bumper has some damage. Of course, my godmother apologized, but I just brushed it off because we were late to something important. I honestly don't know how I didn't flip out and kept my cool. In all honesty, I was screaming on the inside. Hmm. I didn't even check the damage until I got home. I didn't want to make her feel bad or uncomfortable. With that said, it's the next day, and now I really want to get my car fixed. But I feel bad for wanting to ask her to pay for it. I'm not a person that's good at asking for things or to bring up confrontation, especially when it comes to money. Overall, the whole situation is crappy, and I don't want to hurt her feelings or seem grubby over such little damage. I just want my car to be fixed. But I am not in a financial situation to get it fixed myself. And even a couple of scratches are going to be expensive. Especially on her, as she says in capital letters, brand new! 2023 car. I thought about just calling my insurance, but unfortunately, I don't think I can afford the the insurance increase. I would appreciate any advice you have about talking to her to resolve the situation. Thank you in advance. You are all awesome. Kim. This just seems like basic communication to me. Uh is anybody else miffed that the godmother has not mm-hmm. offered to pay for said damage Absolutely. when she was the one who hit the car? Yep. I am a godmother to multiple kids. If I hit one of their cars, I'm immediately hitting them up and being like, hey, let me, like, when you take this to the mechanic or the body shop, let me know how much this is going to cost and I will take care of it because I was the dumbass that backed up into your car. Right. <laughs> the godmother dumbass has not made <laughs> that offer yet. So the reality is how does she go and ask her for the cash? Well, maybe in, and I completely agree with you, but maybe in the godmother's defense, she, she because they didn't check on the damages and she didn't bring up any damages, mm. maybe she thinks she just tapped it and mm-hmm. really nothing came of it. 
So then at that point, it's it's on you because you got to bring it up. Even if it is uncomfortable, you have to say, yeah. hey, there were some damages on the car. As much as I hate that this happened and we're in an unfortunate situation, I can't afford to pay for it. And I'm going to need you to step up and, you know, help me out since you caused the damages. That's simple. Seems pretty obvious. Yeah, that's a good point. She may not even realize that actual damage was done. So I think all you got to do is bring it up to her. And you don't even really have to get your own personal, like, pocketbook finances into the situation. Just say, hey, can I get your insurance information? And we can just have our agents deal with it. Slam dunk. Maybe she doesn't have the money. Um, I was thinking about this. And if this happened with, like, my parents, I could see my parents not wanting to pay for it. And they wouldn't say anything? And they wouldn't say anything. It would be like, a, oh, you've got the money or you've got insurance. And I know that I wouldn't want to put that on them. I would just pay for it myself. You can't assume that, though. Mm-mm. You don't know that. I, I would probably go, she just doesn't know how bad it is. got to at least make the ask here. And then if she says, I, I am so sorry, I, I can't afford it either, then you got a different problem. And then I'll be like, Godmother rights revoked. Give me the car. What I'm saying is our listener would know if that's the case, if she doesn't have the money to do it. And if that were the case, I would just let it go. I'm not letting that well, go. Well, you shouldn't be uh, going around hitting other people's cars and you ain't got the money to fix <laughs> yeah, it. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> All right, Abby, there is a disturbing trend on TikTok talk right now and relationships are in the balance. Well, it wasn't disturbing until we saw this video on TikTok, but yeah, there's a new trend going around that has got my friend freaking out. She thinks she's going to lose her boyfriend over it. So it's this thing called the girlfriend effect. And the girlfriend effect is essentially this theory that when men get into relationships with women, they have a huge glow up. So people have been sharing on TikTok their boyfriends <laughs> before they got in the relationship and then once they got into the relationship. And I have to say, the results are harrowing because these men <laughs> look so fine. Because I've been wondering, where are y'all finding these people? Turns out they're just fixer-ups, fixer-uppers. Yeah, I think this is accurate. I think most women start to have an influence on their dude's fashion and hair and everything else. And dudes eagerly just go, go ahead and fix me. I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) Tell me what to wear. Uh And so essentially it looks like that's what's been going on. So we both followed this same uh, scientist on TikTok that I've talked about on here a couple of times. His name is Mac and Murphy. He has degrees from everywhere. And he's just super smart when it comes to relationship data. So she saw this TikTok And after listening to it, she is now terrified that because her boyfriend kind of blew up after they got together, that she's about to lose him. This is a risky play, strategically. And to understand why, we need to look back at the work of psychologist Daniel Conroy Bean, which argued that relationship satisfaction is an internal regulatory variable. Should I tell my coworker I have a girlfriend? Should I like that girl's picture on Instagram? Should I buy my girlfriend flowers, right? The answers to questions like these in a man's mind depend partially on his level of relationship satisfaction. And Conroy Bean's experimental work found that a person's relationship satisfaction, in this case, your boyfriend's relationship satisfaction, is likely largely contingent on his mate value relative to yours, right? Like if you're a seven and most people think they're above average, so that probably resonates with you. If you're a seven and he's a six, well, he's probably stoked to be with you. But if you upgrade his appearance and now he's an eight, well, other eights are now interested in him. For most people, if they can do better, they're less likely to be satisfied, less likely to treat you well, and more likely to stray. So please upgrade your man with caution. So basically, keep him fugly is what we're supposed to do. Right, you're supposed to do just the opposite, bro. (laughs) Yeah, he's essentially saying now that he's got more options, he's going to bounce. So she messaged me and she's like, Abby, I think I Mm. girl bossed a little too close to the sun here and turned my boyfriend into a hot man. And while it's been great for me, I'm a little worried. She's now a little insecure that, you know, now that... He's kind of hot. Like, he might be realizing maybe he could do a little better. I said, Queen, no, you're 10. But that's not, obviously, you can't influence how she feels. All right, so let's not just automatically assume everything is based on looks. Mm-hmm. However, you do upgrade your man. He is probably going to get more looks than he mm-hmm. was before you got your nails into him. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, people are, as far as appearances go, yes, men are more visual. But women also have eyes. So <laughs> we can be visual as well. And... Yeah, you, you're going to get noticed. I've also heard it said that you can only be as loyal as your options are. So, like, when you look at rock stars and stuff and you see all the options that they have to, to choose from and all the temptations that they normally have, I can understand 
I mean, he's not a rock star or anything, but like all of a sudden you turn into an eight and there's a whole new world of eights in front of you. I could see how she'd be a little worried. I've also heard women talk about this beyond like just looks and like emotionally and things like that, where you kind of help a man advance in those areas. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and be the guy that you wanted him to be for the new girl that he never was for you. How many times have I heard this from a woman that I'm always the one that he dates right before he finds the right one? 100%. Like, he should give me credit for that, right? Yep. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It doesn't sit right with my soul. That's kind of been a fun theme we've been playing with on the Brett Show lately, where you're getting something off your chest that's just not sitting right with you. Like when I threw a sick burn at Abby and then immediately felt bad, and she did the same thing to Kristen and also felt bad right away. Now, we're all good, and that was all in good fun, but sometimes you're not quite ready to confront your problems head on, and you need someone to talk to. And while we love talking to you guys about your drama, sometimes it's above our pay grade, and you need a professional to give you advice. I've been to therapy and there's something so freeing about unloading your problems on a therapist that has your back and you know is there to help you. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Show today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Show. Are you looking for excitement in Atlanta? Well, you got it right down the street at Mercedes-Benz. That's where Atlanta United plays. And I've been telling you for years, it's one of the most exciting nights that you will have with your family. Soccer is different. It's just different than going to a football game, baseball game. There is no downtime. I mean, the excitement lasts the entire game at an Atlanta United match. And it doesn't even matter if you're really, really into soccer or not. I'll tell you one way to get into soccer. Just go to one Atlanta United game and you will get caught up in the excitement so much that you'll become a lifelong fan. I'm telling you this right now. I love bringing my son Hollis there. I love bringing his friends there. I know it's going to be a safe family event, and I know I'm going to walk out of there. I got some memories now with my kids. So don't look any further. You got one of the best soccer teams in the country right here in our own backyard, Atlanta United. Just give it one try, Atlanta United. You can always get your tickets at atlutd.com. If you're looking for somewhere to celebrate, whether it be a birthday or a graduation or an anniversary, May I recommend an Atlanta United match? So my husband and I just celebrated our seventh wedding anniversary. He is a massive Atlanta United fan. So, of course, we decided to go to a match at Mercedes-Benz Stadium and had the best time. I'm telling you, if you're a super fan, if you're a casual fan, going to an Atlanta United match is a great way to celebrate. My husband got to watch a great match, and I got to enjoy delicious wine, and I also may have gone to the team shop and got myself a new sweatshirt. I'm very excited about my new Atlanta United sweatshirt. (laughs) And kudos to Atlanta's fan base, because every time we ride Marta to go down to a match, it is packed full of people wearing their Atlanta United gear. Visit atlutd.com for tickets and also for the match schedule. That's atlutd.com. The Burt Show. Yeah, we got bonus content for you this week. Stuff you won't hear on this mainstream radio station right here that you're listening on, uh, including Jackson Kim, our new phone screener. Man, the ramifications of him talking about his girlfriend on the radio. His mom was very, very upset. But why? You have to find out at thebirdshow.com slash bonus BS. All right, we're about to get Dana on here, who reached out to us to figure out if the groom that her husband is standing up for this week and is Big Fat Cheater. Oh, I thought we were talking to Dana. We Sorry. Um, so Dana, her husband has been asked to be the best man in her cousin's wedding, and she just does not think this man is a good person and does not think that she he needs to be getting married. And even though she has zero proof, absolutely no proof whatsoever, she's convinced that he has not been faithful to his fiance. So, of course, naturally, she comes to us and she says, hey, can you do one of those little Instagram scam things or maybe a Snapchat sting and find out if he's willing to step out, step out on his fiance so that I feel like I now have proof to be able to go to my husband and tell him that this wedding needs to not happen. All right. So let's get Dana on here for a second. Hey, Dana. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm doing okay. Dana. The what, me- Dana what, the meddler. What are you doing? What are I'm you doing? a meddler. You are. You are being, you may not be, but you're being one. Mm. 
if y'all knew the feeling that I had in my heart about that, that my husband would be involved in this man's life, you don't understand. I'm telling you. I am telling you this guy is a creeper, okay? Okay, so let's just say you're right. Let's just say this dude that is getting married is a creeper. And we tested him last night, and let's just say we found out that he is indeed a creeper. So what are you going to do with that info? I'm going to tell my husband. I'm going to tell my husband what I found out. I'm going to say, I do not want what you involved in this wedding. And now I have proof. And, and then this he, is proof. And at that point, he's supposed to say, okay, wife, since you are not comfortable with me being in the wedding, then I'm going to back out and leave this guy at the altar by himself. Because if he it does... He can get another one of his friends. He can get another one of his friends to do it. I, I just don't... Yeah, I can't... I, I don't... You know, this is part of marriage that you do listen to your partner about things like this. This is serious. And I, I just cannot have... My husband endorsing this wedding and being a part of this wedding and, you know, planning the, the ugh, just, it, it makes me, it just makes me ill thinking, you know, my husband's going to what, plan, ugh, plan festivities for this guy and the, the, I don't, I just, it's, it's, it gives me a sick feeling in my stomach. Well, how about you not attend the wedding? I, do you think that I want my husband being the best man? Organizing, for instance, you know, the bachelor night and all these things for this this man. Yeah, well, it's not really. You don't really get a vote. <laughs> I mean, they're clearly close, or he wouldn't be the best man. So well, sometimes dudes are like, "Oh God, she's got eighteen bridesmaids. I gotta just start snatching up dudes <laughs> and just throw them up there." Uh, well, most dudes are forced to do that because she has so many people. Exactly. So <laughs> we take the C team and make them the B team. Yes. Um. So I. I I, I just don't know how, what good is going to come out of this whatsoever. <sighs> but you do you. Yeah, no, she's doing her. <laughs> well, you do you. At the point that your husband says, listen, um, I'm just supporting my friend. I have nothing to do with any of that other stuff that's going on. What do you do then? Do you Are you actually going to go further than that or are you going to let it go? I, I just, I want, I just want him to see what I see. I want my husband to see his friend in the same, in the same light I do because he's not, He's not a good person. Just, he's not a good person. And I think, yeah, I, I just don't think my husband sees it yet. And I'm hoping if he does. And if he doesn't, here, let me tell you what's going to happen, Mo. Okay. She didn't really answer the question. Uh -huh. Let me give you some reality. Um, if we find yeah. out that this dude is a creeper and he still wants to be in the wedding, she's going to pepper him and pepper him and pepper him until he finally says, fine, I won't be in the wedding. Got it. Okay, there's that. And I'm, I'm going to have... <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm going to have Dana's back here a little bit. No, hear me out. So they, there's an old adage, you are the company you keep, right? So I wouldn't be happy about my husband hanging out with somebody that I know for a fact wasn't a good person. And I would question, like, why are you continually hanging out? Yes, friends make mistakes, et cetera. But if he is just overall not a good dude, I'm going to... I'm I'm going to start asking questions as why do you feel the need to hang out with him? What do you see in him that I don't? She has no proof of anything, though. She well, just I has mean, a hunch that he's yes. a creeper. I, well, there's that aspect of it. But so, I'm saying if he was, like, if, if, you're, if your partner is hanging out with somebody that you know for a fact is not a decent person. I'm not talking about somebody who's made a mistake here or there, but consistently shows you that they are not a, uh, like, not a good person. Then you're going to say something to your partner. All right, so this is all speculation at this point. So let's see if he really is the creeper you think he is. And if so, then you could tell us what to do next. All right, so Mahati friend hit up this dude that you suspect of being unfaithful on Instagram. We did an Instagram scam. And she slid into his DMs and she said, hey there, blushy face emoji. I just stumbled upon your profile and wow, fire emoji. And then there was a delay in response. So she waited, and she waited, and she waited. And then... Yeah, but, mm -hmm. but he saw it and then waited to respond. Okay, yeah, yes. And then he... Hold on. He is guilty. 
hundred percent guilty of waiting yes. to no, respond. Okay. <laughs> there was a delay in his response, and then he hit up her. He hit her back. He DM'd her back and said, "Sorry, dot dot dot. I had to check you out before I responded." Oh, well, that's not a good. Story. You see, you see. Okay, hope see. we got a long way to go, girlfriend. She goes. So does that mean I'm worthy of a response? And he goes, "More than worthy." Dot dot dot. Oh, All right, so well. let's just stop here. Right. Now. <laughs> we are not going to stop that's here. Enough. Keep going. No, I was just going to say, like already. This is over the line. Oh, clearly, totally. no. so for an engaged man, you think? So you're a quarter. You're a quarter right so far, Dana. Um, Thank she, you. She goes. Good to hear. Any big plans for the night? He said. Yup. She goes. What are they? He said. Talking to you. Dot mm. dot dot. Oh my God! You see. Uh, okay, no, I'm going to be quiet. Go on. <laughs> she sends the blushing emoji face. I guess the pressure is on me to make it worth your time. He goes, pressure is on and I have high standards. She goes, so how about a game? And he's like, I like games. And she goes, truth or dare? I like Kristen's flirty voice. Oh, I like games. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, truth or dare? And he goes, let's start with truth first. And she goes, okay, I can tell by your post. Oh, she goes, okay, I can't tell by your post. Are you single? Girlfriend? Married? He goes, well, that isn't a fun question. You're terrible at this game. What a slap. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's the worst, Dana. I am 100% with you now. (laughs) Only because his game is so bad. Yeah, I don't even care if he's cheating. His game is just bad. (laughs) She goes, then maybe you should have taken the dare. He goes, okay, fine, dare. And she goes, nope, that's not how it works. You already picked truth. Now you have to answer the question. He goes, fine, I'm not single, but I don't have a girlfriend and I'm not married. That is an accurate statement. Oh my God. That's accurate. He's got a fiance. He's an honest man right there. (laughs) That is a good man. That is a loophole finder. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But you aren't single? I'm confused. He goes, you didn't ask if I had a fiancé. Look at that, being 100% honest. Mm-hmm. Lying by omission. Uh-huh. <laughs> Her, oh, so you are engaged? He goes, yup. And she goes, so where's your fiancé tonight? He goes, I already told one truth, no more questions. <laughs> okay, so I guess it's my turn. I'll take dare. He goes, send me a picture you think I'll like. And so she sends a selfie. He goes, not exactly what I had in mind. She goes, you don't like it? He goes, well, I'd like it if you were wearing a lot less and I could see a lot more. She goes, you will have to be more specific next time. Truth or dare? He goes, dare. She goes, send me a picture. And that's when he sent her a D pick. Oh, that escalated quickly. No. Oh, cool boy, Well, Dana, we're sorry you didn't get the results you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Did I not right. tell you? I told you. Yeah, you okay, told you us. Did. So right. now you have to ask yourself, okay, because we have, we have planned for this. So you are right. Dude is a creep. So now you're going to go to husband, and you're going to go, okay, I already know he's a creeper, and your expectation is your husband has to back out of this wedding. I mean, that would not be the best man, that's for sure. Do you want us to send you the screen uh, captures? We're going to block out her name and her photo so you can't see the profile. Okay. Yeah, Kristen's just trying to figure out ways to make it worse. Um, (laughs) Mo, okay, so this is your wedding we are talking about. Or no, 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 you are the best man, Mm -hmm. okay? Same situation, all right? You're dating somebody that knows the career and does the whole same thing. What are you doing? And she asks you, like, you can't be in this wedding. This guy is scum. Your wife, your wife is telling you, you cannot stand up next to this dude because he is, is a POS. And is, is this like my best friend hey, in the world? It, it, I mean, he's asked you to be his best man means something. Well, how do we go from being in the wedding to best man? Wasn't it? I don't know. Is he the best I think man? He's the best yeah, man. he's the best man. He's the best man. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, but they're not best, best friends. That's the thing, also. It's, but, uh, yeah. Anyway. He, he's not the best, best man. Just the best man. Just the best man. I'm wondering if he doesn't have friends because I don't know. He's a terrible person. (laughs) Uh, I'll be honest. If it was anything other than top tier, I mean, if he's top tier, been my dog forever, 
I'm I'm not backing out on them. Anybody else, any other friend, any other tear, it wouldn't be worth the drama that is going to occur in my home. Mm-hmm. So I would I would back out. But I, I would only go forth if this was my absolute best friend in the world. I wouldn't leave him hanging like that. I could never back out. I could never back out on because I'm I'm going to be the maid of honor of my cousin's wedding. And granted, her and her fiance are soulmates. Like they're like the same person. This would never happen. But I cannot imagine leaving her standing um, without at least confronting her first and letting her make the decision as to how she wants to move forward. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hold on one sec, Lisa Jordan. Uh, listener Jordan here has a hunch. Hey Jordan. Hey yo. So I, I I'm just saying I have cousins. Okay, and I know what they do. Okay, mm-hmm. that's his cousin. That is family. He already knows. I'm telling you right now. That man already knows what he's doing. That man already knows how his cousin is. That's just his cousin. That is family. That's why he's going to stand up there. He's going to stand up there no matter what. That's valid. Yeah, I, I don't think disagree he, with I you. think he yeah, knows that too. That is valid. All Thanks right. for calling, my man. You want to make it worse? Why you at? No, Kristen, I don't. Well, I'm just going to throw this idea out there. <laughs> Dana, go to the wedding. And when the preacher asks if anybody objects, nobody you, does that. You object and stand up with the receipts. Nobody does that. Your Honor, I have screenshots. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nobody does that. Uh, I'm so, just kidding. Don't do that. So you got yeah. info. Go with, do with it what you want. But we definitely got to follow up with you. Okay. I'm sure that you're going to keep yeah. this to yourself, and it'll stay just between us. But yeah. if I'm wrong, and you say something to your husband, which will be, I'm guessing, in 20 minutes, uh, give us a call back tomorrow. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Jerry Seinfeld teases Seinfeld reunion during his stand-up show. So it all started with an audience member. They asked him how he felt about the ending of Seinfeld. Did you like the ending? Did I like what? The ending. The ending of the show. Well... Secret for you about the ending, but I can't really tell it. Here's what I'll tell you, okay? But you can't tell anybody. Something is going to happen that has to do with that ending. It hasn't happened yet. And just what you are thinking about, Larry and I have also been thinking about. So you'll see. So now the the way that all ended was they were all in like jail or something. Yeah, right? it was weird. They got busted. I, I don't even remember what it was for, but I know it didn't live up to the hype. People were not very happy with how the show because it the show it wasn't like it was waning. It it was at its peak. Like it was still number one. It was crushing it. And Jerry always said he wanted to go out on a high. So they went out when the show was on a high, but the. The ending wasn't what people wanted or how they wanted everything to get tied up. No, Jerry said, I want to go out while I'm high. No, he did. And that's why they wrote it that badly. (laughs) Um, So I I can't think of many shows, a series that ended and people came to the table the next day and went, it was perfect. Mm -hmm. MASH. I don't even, I, I don't know. I know, that's old, old yeah. school, but everybody was like, I think, yeah, that that that's the one show that ended properly. I don't really recall any, like, contemporary show. Yeah. Like, when I loved the way uh, Lost ended, and most people want to punch me in the face when I say that, because <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. Sopranos. I thought the Sopranos yeah. was a fantastic ending. Yeah, that a lot was, of people hated it, though. Yeah, they did. I, they hated it. Right. I thought it was I like, loved it. It uh-huh. was brilliant. Because it left you with your imagination of what you think happened. Yep. So you could write it out in your head. Oh, people. I hate that. I don't want to do the work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm watching the show. Spell it out for me. Uh, most Game people, of Thrones. Mm, I was not happy one. how that ended. People hated that whole last season. Yeah, it was... It just it started so strong, and I felt like they were just literally writing it, mm-hmm. like, episode to episode as they were filming it. They were just changing characters that we mm-hmm. had known for years, and all of a sudden they were acting so differently. Yeah, so they're very few, mm-hmm. and where, like, people are like, yay! Yeah, it's hard when your expectations are that high, mixed with, like, the grief of losing your favorite show, mm-hmm. that it's literally a losing battle. But, yeah, people are expecting it to either be a reunion, a reboot, or maybe even a Super Bowl commercial, so we will just have to wait and see. I do not see a reboot happening with Science. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. They, I don't see that. I, I think not? Super Bowl commercial. Why? Because Jerry's got so much money. He has no interest. I don't see him having any interest in doing that. Um, as and even like Julia Louis Dreyfus, I see them doing like a one-off thing. 
like a Super Bowl commercial, but mm-hmm. I do not see a reboot of that show. That George Costanza dude, I'm, I'm sure he's like, I'll take anything. <laughs> seeing him in like phone commercials and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like the last five years have just been people rebooting their favorite shows. So if it is a reboot, I will not be shocked. And his name is Jason Alexander. He uh, has a cas- name. Uh, Costanza? <laughs> yes. Put some respect on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, apparently Elon Musk reportedly, he threatened to burn the house down if Amber Heard was fired from Aquaman 2. Apparently they were dating at the time of Aquaman 1. So after the first Aquaman was released, there were a lot of mixed reviews and it's uh, the director James Wan apparently wanted to drop her from the sequel, quote, due to a lack of chemistry. And so he sent a letter to Amber Heard's attorney, attorney and then when Elon heard about this, he decided to fire back and, se- and sent a very scorched letter to Warner Brothers and said, Apparently, that he was going to burn the house down if she wasn't brought back for the second movie. Um, I feel like she probably feels a little bit different about this now because mm-hmm. he did share a very private photo of her uh, after their breakup. So glad to hear he was a good, good boyfriend at the time. I don't know about all that. What was it, like a, a naked photo? It was a intimate photo of her dressed like a video game character. Huh. That he shared without her consent. Yeah. Mm. Which is never a good thing. And, you know, you know, threatening to burn stuff down. That's not great. I, yep. no, 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 it's not. Mm-mm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, that's not like top tier boyfriend material right there. I feel like if you're dating somebody at the time, like anybody who reads books and stuff will feel the same way. Like it's, I feel like it's romantic in the moment, but if you're anybody but that person, it's um, crazy. Arson, not great. Yes, (laughs) yes. My brother's a firefighter, so I'm kind of (laughs) anti-arson. And just so I have this straight, the rules are the same for billionaires? Yes, they, yes. Oh, okay. Believe it or not, yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Okay, today <laughs> is the final day of Prime Day. We can talk about some of the best deals on your next eBuzz on The Burt Show. The Burt Show. <laughs> Good news and bad news when it comes to dating apps. At least one in five new marriages can now be traced back to a dating app. <sighs> Are you telling me I have to download them again? Um, no, um, because this next statistic is very important. Um. A new study also shows that online daters are less happy in their marriages. Oh, perfect. Okay. Keeping them off my phone. <laughs> <laughs> there's good news and there's bad news. All right, let's get Melissa on. This one's a little complicated. She matched with her ex-boyfriend's ex-girlfriend on Hinge. Explain, Melissa. Hi, how are you guys doing? Good. Thank you for calling. All right, this one sounds juicy. What you, what you got? Yeah. Um, so I am like a late late 20s um, bisexual woman. Um, and, uh, I was with my ex, Matt, for, um, for like four years and we broke up, we stayed friends. Um, but I've been on dating apps and, um, he was in a relationship right after our relationship and he, uh, I've like, I've been seeing his ex-girlfriend and I'm just trying, I'm like, I don't want, I don't want anything to do with you. I'm not interested in any way. So I've just been swiping, swiping left, not matching. And I opened my app the other day, and I see uh, her. <laughs> and she liked my profile on Hinge. Um, and I didn't know what to do with that. Um, so I'm wondering if she knows who I am, and she's wanting to talk. I don't know. Um, or if she just matches me and doesn't know who I am. Um, so I'm in a little bit of a dilemma here. So this was the woman he dated right after the two of you broke up? Yes. I yeah. would be hard she, pressed. I would be hard pressed to believe she doesn't know who you are. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how you wouldn't know who I am. But then I'm like, so then if you do know who I am, why are you matching with me? Mm. I am absolutely impressed with your discipline because <laughs> I would have absolutely reached back out to find out what her motivation was right off the bat. Because my knee jerk <laughs> reaction is that. I don't have a knee-jerk reaction. I was gonna, th- I was gonna I say know. that. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Except maybe she wanted some info on him. But there are other ways to that's, stalk you. Yeah. See, uh, that's what I'm. I mean, I keep, I keep my socials like pretty private. So I'm like, I don't know. But then, I don't know. I feel like she didn't. I don't. I don't know. It just seems weird to me. So then I'm like, okay. So originally, originally I didn't, when I reached out to you guys, I didn't have an update, but, uh, she ended up messaging me. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, yeah. So she kind of played it off like she didn't know. 
Mm-hmm. And you, because you and him have remained friends, when she liked your profile on Hinge, have you said anything to him at all? Oh, yeah. I texted him right away. Oh, you did? <laughs> and what did he say? Before I, even, before I even responded, I was just like, guess who matched with me or who liked me? And he was just like, no way. Like, that didn't happen. And so I, like, screenshotted it. I sent it to him. And he's just like, I said the same thing. I'm like, do you think she knows? And he's like, he has to. She has to. Yeah. So but, did, did he know before this that she's bi also? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. He knew, he knew when they were so together. He's got a type. which is funny because it's like even looking at her profile i think that her and i would be friends Hmm. but after everything that because i tried you guys read my email Yes. Mm, no. Yeah, I did. What do we need? What do we need to know for the guys on the show that didn't read the email? No, I mean she's uh, co- she's covered it most of it. But go ahead, Melissa. If there's anything else you want to add from the email? Yeah, um, I just I tried I tried to stay friends with him when they were together, and she she wanted nothing to do with. Like she wouldn't even meet me. She wouldn't form her own opinion. She didn't want anything to do with me mm. when they were together. And she was like, "We're like you're." Basically, she was the reason him and I couldn't stay friends when they were together. Got it. Did the, it's, just, it's funny now that she wants to meet me now. Mm. Did Don't the, do it. Did the two of them break up badly? Um, she broke up with him over text. Oh, so, yes, I would okay. say yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so After you're, being together for a year and a half. So, so are you attracted to her? To her, no. Yeah. Oh. Then no. Just, then yeah. There's no point. There's yeah. no reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but, no. I don't want to meet up with her. <laughs> Not now. Okay. So there's, uh, yeah, there's no combo then. So you, you're just curious about her motives? Yeah, I just, I just wanted to know what, like, if she knew who I was. And then, like, if she didn't, I'm like, girl, like, move along. Like. Mm-hmm. And you did include so. in your email that your ex is curious what she's up to and why she's doing this. I would be too. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, he wanted to know because he's like, she has to know what you look like, and I'm like, I don't know. I changed my hair. Like, I didn't. I never met her. So unless she stalked me, like I stalked her. Hey, do you have some free time? Yeah. Do it. Do what? Meet up with her. Figure out what what her deal is. Meet up. Why can't we just? Why can't? That's an investment of time. Why can't you just go ahead? I did tell her. I told her who I was. Oh, you okay? So she messaged you. You told her who you were, and then where is it at now? So I'm too nice. I was just like, hey, I'm assuming that you don't know that I'm Matt's ex. And then she was like, oh, I didn't. I'm so sorry. I just wanted you to know, and then she never messaged back, which is honestly fine with me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. E- either that or hit her up and with some honesty and just go, okay, really, what is this all about? And see if she responds to that. Yeah, you think I should? I, it, at this point, I would just write the whole thing off, Melissa. Yeah. The fact that she didn't okay. respond to you after you told her, you know, y'all established who you are, I think tells you all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Would I love it for radio for you to reach back to her and then hit us back and just see what she says? Y- yes. <laughs> but for your own mental health and drama, I'd say stay away from it also. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate the help. All right. Well, if you decide to do the unhealthy thing, hit us back. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. You guys have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. It's the Show. Hey, The Bird Show. All right, let's circle back here to something we started talking about just a couple of minutes ago. Good morning, Bird Show. I think it is a movie cliche. I don't know that it's ever been done in real life where you're at a wedding and, you know, when the priest says, hey, is there anybody here that objects to the wedding? Somebody stands up and goes, it's me! Never really seen that in real life. But you say you've been at a wedding where this happened. Ashley, you want to say, Bert, you're wrong. I have been at a wedding where somebody has objected in the middle of the wedding. So I was a bridesmaid and my very good girlfriend is getting married. And we're all down there um, getting ready, taking pre-wedding photos. I mean, the photographer, the caterers at this point, everybody's there. It's right before the wedding, like all the grooms party is um, on the middle floor, and the bridesmaids are all getting ready on the top floor. So we're right about to go into the ceremony. And she comes down the stairs, and he turns around. They're all watching, like, I don't know, some type of a movie. I don't remember if her game was on. And he turns around, looks at her, and then turns back at the TV, and her mom has a meltdown. Like, this is not the man you're supposed to marry. Like, he wasn't even studying her when she came down. Um, you know, he just turned right back around. He wasn't in awe, and she had, like, a meltdown. 
Well, then it ends up being in this whole big fiasco where he ends up, like, walking out down the street. People are going to talk to him. It go- turns into it's either me or your mom. Like, your mom's crazy, sick now. And so, and her mom's not, by the way. And, um, yeah, everyone was like, at this point, no. Okay, he's not the one. Well, turns out, on the bachelor party the weekend before, his iPad was left at the apartment, which I did not know. And he was messaging another girl to meet up later in the future. Okay? And this man's getting married. So, either way, she dodged a bullet. It ended up getting called off, and we just had a big party that night. Not me. I went home. But um, (laughs) everything was paid for. All the food was there, the DJ, everything. So everybody ended up, you know, just having a big expensive party, and they did not get married. And when I tell you, they did not talk a single day ever again. Wow. Okay, so much much to unpack here. Yeah, because it it didn't happen at the ceremony. But, I mean, still, close enough. She's walking down the stairs in her, like, all dolled up, hair, makeup, wedding gown. And he turns and looks at her, doesn't say a word, and turns back and looks at the television? Yes, because all the groomsmen were in, like, you know, the groom suite. And we were on the third floor. We had already taken all the pre-wedding photos, everything. All that jazz had been done, okay? Like, this is right before. And the mom was like, on her heart, this is not the man you should marry. So, yeah, that's what it turned into. Me or your mom, a big fiasco. And when I <laughs> did not talk, not one time after that day. Dang. Oh. So immediately after that, he walks out of, what, the church or whatever, and is walking down the street, and that's when he says, like, it's me or your mom. And this is on the sidewalk in front of the church, and that's when it's yeah. over. Yeah. Wow. 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 Drama. Yeah. That is a story. And she never looks back, has never talked to him since. Yeah, because he never reached out, never apologized, like nothing, zero. Their stuff was moved into uh, storage. They went to the storage unit separately, never crossed paths. When I tell you, never spoke again, a phone call, nothing. Okay, hold on one second. I want to put you on hold because there is a podcast called The Breakup Breakdown <laughs> <laughs> that you need to be, somebody needs to be on. I want the almost <laughs> wife on this podcast. I want to hear how she's doing now. Wow. Is she happy? Is she married now? She is happy, and I don't think she would like to talk about it. She oh. moved from Atlanta to um, South Carolina now, and she's with someone else, and they have a baby. Oh, good. And this is only two years later, so, I mean, you know, anything can happen. Wow. wow. That is an incredible story. I am so glad you called. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye, Ashley. Do whatever you have to do to find that woman. I'm and put her on your her podcast. Down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. The Taylor Swift Eras Tour concert film comes out Friday, and it's a big deal not only for Abby, but could be for you, too. Deets, Abby, deets. Oh, I'm so excited. So on Saturday, you have a chance to join me at one of the theaters here in Atlanta for a private screening of Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour concert film. It's going to be so fun. I'm hosting it. If you want to enter to win, all you got to do is go to thebirtshow.com and it's going to be a good time. We're going to be exchanging friendship bracelets. There will be dancing. There will be frivolity. There will be just a general sense of girlhood. I'm so pumped. Yeah, you, you just heard like the Taylor Stager, don't call. Now's not a time to call to win. You Right now, you just need to go to thebirthshow.com and get your butt signed up so you can join Abby on go Saturday. Go to the website. Abby just promised you frivolity. <laughs> frivolity. I don't know what it is, but it sounds amazing. Let's get frivolous. Let's get frivolous. Frivolous. Oh, that's what it's going to be like in the theater. Don't you boys want to go? Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. I go to the website immediately. The Show.com. All right, so you guys went um, to Hillcrest Orchards in LJ? We went apple picking this past weekend, and we had a great time. So it was myself and Jimmy Jam, and it was Kaylee and his wife and his three kids, Kai, Max, and Kiki, um, our friend Amanda and Asa. We had the best time picking apples and going to the petting zoo and just having a great time. Hillcrest is amazing. They have set up like this. It it, it was awesome for the kids and for the adults. But I completely forgot about this story you told me because I was with all the 
kids around a table waiting for parents to stand in line and get food because it got thick because there's yeah. a lot of people yeah. showed up later in the day. Yeah, so I guess right before we departed, we were all hungry after petting baby goats and walking around and all that good <laughs> stuff. And so I, like a gentleman, stood in line for like, I seemed like an hour to order some food, um, and my wife was there, and this other girl that was with us, Amanda, and as soon as they everyone placed their orders, they all dipped back to the where Kristen had nicely to help me secured with the five kids. a table. <laughs> yeah, she had five kids, and I'm just sitting there waiting. Now it's like this little covered area, and then there's these round like picnic table deals, and um, but it's really narrow, so you have to walk on each side to get to the far end where Kristen was sitting. And I'm just sitting there watching, and there's this nice little couple. And I'd seen this guy walking around with one of those hiking packs where you put your child. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like rectangular. And, uh, you know, and I guess those packs, when you take them off and the child is still in them, are meant, I believe, to be able to be set on the ground and safely stay upright. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sitting, I'm just standing there, and I'm just people watching because the people watching was glorious. <laughs> um, it was really cool. And I noticed that the hiking pack is on the seat of the table. Where so it's just- not on top of the table. It's like on the bench part. And then all of a sudden, I just pan back, and that thing <sighs> falls over. <laughs> And smacks on the ground. I was like, oh, my God, was there a baby in there? And all of a sudden, the dad rushes over and, like, jacks the thing up off the ground. And their kid fell flat on his face. And then the mom started freaking out. Oh, my God. And it was very dusty there. So as they were wiping the baby's face off, you could see the streak of dust yeah. in its hair. We were, it was we like were a plume. When he says it's dusty, we had a coat of film on us from dust, from the gravel and the dirt and stuff like that. But they came back, and Kaylee, as excited as he is now, I just saw a baby face play. You know, I'm like, is the baby okay? I have no idea. <laughs> but I will tell you, that guy, the wife kept it together, but you know he was sleeping on the couch for oh, the neck. He was not yeah. allowed to be in charge of baby Hell anymore, yeah. I guarantee Definitely. That. It's the Bird Show. Hey, the Bird Show.